ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Doing good. Um, we're here with a uh, horror with Sir Sturdy podcast, and we're going to be do- discussing the Halloween 2007 movie, which one of us hates it. I'm not going to say which one. One of us loves it. And how did you feel about it? I loved it. Oh well, two of us loved it. Yeah, well, well, thanks, thanks, that, that's actually me out now. Now it's now it's pretty damn obvious, isn't it? Yeah. So let's just get off with the negative. Rob, why don't you like this movie? <laughs> Oh, we got we got to start on a bad note, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <clears throat> well, obviously, I love Rob Zombie's music, and I love his original movie, House of a Thousand Corpses. But and I was excited for the Halloween movie that he's gonna remake. But I just didn't I didn't like how the everybody says, oh, I just love the backstory, you know, that we see Michael the child. But that's what I hated most. Michael was a nun, you know. It seemed like had him feel the nice. Small, quiet, uh-huh. friendly town in 1978 original John Carpenter Halloween, and kid just goes crazy for no reason and never says a word again. And doctors cannot help him, and he breaks out and goes on a massive killing spree. And that's scary as hell, you know. Kid next, some you know, ten-year-old kid next door, you know, you know, could be super nice, could be super quiet, and he's gonna freaking you know go batshit crazy and kill everybody one night. That's, that's a scary thought. And there, here comes Rob Zombie's movie, and it's total trashy town, you know, total rundown, abusive home, you know, mur- you know, kills his own pets. It was just, it was like a walking cliche, you know. It's like you've seen this movie a hundred times, and there's there was nothing remotely scary about it to me. Like if I saw that kid, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm running, I'm staying away from him. So you're saying you're scared. 
What's that? You're scared of him? I would be scared, you know. <laughs> since, since I see him, I'm not going near that kid. The Michael, My Michael Myers is a child from 1978. You know, I wouldn't think twice about, you know, just passing him by. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, little boy? <laughs> nice day today, huh? That didn't sound right, Rob. You shouldn't say that. Shut up. You know what I, you know what I mean. I'm trying to, like, if we were in 1978, you could say shit like that, and it wasn't that big deal. Nobody, you know, thought, you know, gross thoughts like that. That's true. <laughs> but, and, but I thought Malcolm McDowell's performance in the film was stellar. I'm not saying that yes. just because he's here. I would say that even if he wasn't, you know, the highlighted guest of, you know, the, this weekend's event. But I thought they did a very good job of, of portraying him as the doctor. It was different, but it was still very similar to Donald Pleasance, you know, excellent performance that he gave back in 1978. And I just, I thought that having Michael in the institution as a child was a good move. I just thought there was just too much backstory, too much, you know, life at home and, you know, the kind of life he had. That, that just, you know, you, you don't doubt, you know, some kid, you know, has a problem child, whether he's a murderer or not. You don't doubt a kid going up in a home like that goes through some stuff like that, you know, so I just, it, it wasn't a scary aspect like, like, you know, the original film was, just like some kid just from a nice quiet town, no, no, it doesn't seem like any real events happen, and a 10-year-old kid, you know, kills his, kills his, you know, his older sister, not even thinking twice, no explanation, never says why he did it, and never speaks another word about it ever since. I, I get why you don't like it, but all those reasons why you hate it is the reason why I actually really enjoyed it. Because I like that whole backstory nonsense all the time. I don't know why. And I like how, um, like, remember when he's getting bullied and all that? Right. And then he finally beats the hell out of the one kid with the branch yeah. and strikes up for himself. I'm not saying he had to kill him, but he did have to stand up for himself. Well, yeah, I mean, you always, you know, always defend yourself. I mean, whether it's, you know, a beat down or not. I mean, if you're, like, you know, half the kid's size... You need if, a if you don't recruit somebody, you know, to do it, somebody bigger to do it for you, it's probably going to result, you know, in some pain, you know, for them to show that kid, you know, okay, bad, bad move, pal, don't screw with me. But, you know, but like I said, it's like, I mean, but when you watch Rob Zombie's, all Rob Zombie's films, you know, they just, they're really crazy, crazy violent. violent, bloody, oversexed, you know, tra you know trashy, you know, his wife's always in trashy it. people. Yeah, Sherry's always in it. Even when she's freaking dead, here she comes again in part two as a, what, well, I don't even know. A oh, ghost, man. what? Part two I did not like. That, with the white horse and all yeah, that. That's, I don't even want, let's just pretend that one didn't even happen. Right, right. I don't want to hear talk about that, but, but we couldn't talk about the, you know, the first remake and I'm not talking about the sequel, especially if we're talking Rob Zombie. Yeah, but, right. but we'll just touch briefly on it, and we did, so on, on to the 2000 film we're here to talk about. So with the positive, Matt, <laughs> what do you have to say about this? Okay, you know with the original with uh, Dr. Loomis saying how Michael Myers was pretty much the epitome of evil. Mm -hmm. He was, always had evil in him, never being cured and everything. I loved how Rob Zombie allowed that to happen in the beginning. Yes, we get to see Michael Myers as a kid. We get to see him get uh, bullied. But then we see him when the evil comes through where he beats the tar out of the bully with the log and kills him, he has no, no regret. That's where the evil's starting to begin. And now we actually have a reason why he wants to kill his sister. He is from a bad home. The sister gets all the love. The sister's, I think, was remember, was like a slut or something. Yeah, that's bad Everybody's a slut in Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> but that's fun with Rob Zombie. He loves to go to that twisted area, that, that dark side, that 
the shit could really happen side. Like, you know, there's towns like that, there's people like that all over the place. Rob Zombie goes, let's put it on the big screen. Let's not hide it. Let's not sugarcoat it. Bam. It's right there in front of you, and you're watching going, oh, he's going there. Okay, let's see where this is going to lead. And he goes to that spot, which is awesome. He says, you know what? Yeah, I could hide this because I wanted a, this rating, and of course, everyone wants to sugarcoat it down. Rob Zombie's like, nope, keep putting it out. I want the gore. I want the blood. I want the nudity. I want this. <clears throat> so I'm glad he gave it to us. The storyline was fantastic. Even with Danny Trejo's character as the janitor in the asylum, mm-hmm. he starts doing a bond with Michael Myers. And Myers is kind of like, oh, I'm getting a friend, kind of. But when he busts out and kills Treyu, you feel like, oh, my God, he did that. But also, Myers is the epitome of evil. Good point. He's just evil. He doesn't care. He's like, okay, I got a friend? Sure, you're my friend. <coughs> oh, thanks. <I'm> done. Next. <laughs> and so on. So I love the way how uh, Rob Zombie went that way. I like that too, and then I like how, remember when he was talking to Loomis, and he kept asking if he could see his mother, and he was like, if I can't see her, I'm never going to talk again, and he did not speak a word, he kept to his word with that, I kind of like, because it kind of gave you a little background of why he doesn't say anything, like, unlike Jason, Jason just never talks, but Michael, he had that thing as a kid where he was talking and all that, and I like how they brought in um, the clown mask in the beginning, they had that, you know, like the original, and just, I love how brutal and gory and violent this movie was, I that's my favorite type of horror movie. I loved it when he killed the father in the chair. Oh, yeah. Dr. Teepton, just, you know, you tortured me as a kid. Guess what? It's revenge time. Slit his throat. Just slit his throat. Just watch the blood drip. He just stood there and watched. It's like, okay, sister time. <laughs> okay. Question for both of you two. What was your favorite kill in that movie that you can remember? The father. The father? What about you? Oh, man, that's, that's tough. Yeah, I got to think that, like, I really, you know, I, I, I totally... I totally respect, you know, what you're saying about, you know, like the just don't give a shit mentality. Mm-hmm. All these people, you know, you like connected to and just freaking murder. I, you know, I, said, I, I like people like that. I like Danny Trejo's character. I thought he was a great character. I thought it sucked that, you know, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Whether it's a Rob Zombie horror movie or just a horror movie, I knew Trejo was going to get it. But um, I think, um, you know, I think like the the best kill probably, probably would, probably would be the... Uh, the boyfriend in the beginning. Oh, the sister's the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, the bat was, was cool, but just like, what a douche, you know? Come into somebody's house on it, you know, when you're not supposed to be there, you know, fly out with a sister, and then just march right downstairs and make yourself a ham sandwich like you own the damn place. Yeah, that was you true. You deserve to get your head bashed he in, did. you little shit. He did, because he's not paying any bills there, he's not <laughs> offering any money, and he's just eating up people's food and sleeping right. with people's daughters. Right. And, I would know, do the same thing. It's, it's, it's a rough family, you know. It looks like, you know, and, you know mom, mom's got to, you know, mom's, you know, stripping for a living. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, and, and dad beat dad's doing nothing. So, like I said, mom might bring home decent income, but still, that's they're on hard times, and he's just helping himself. You know, to everything in the house, like he owns the damn place. So you know what? How do you deserve, deserve to die? You deserve to freaking brutal, and you know, zombie delivered there. So I'll give him that. I think my favorite one, just to be different from you guys, is gonna be the first one where he kills the bully, just because that kid was just acting so tough the whole time with his friends around, and then when it's one on one, and Michael has a big branch, you ain't so tough anymore. And it's like, come on now, you're calling him a pussy and all this stuff, and you get jaspy, which you deserve, because bullying sucks, everybody. We don't support that. We don't support <laughs> killing them either, but we don't support bullying. 
<laughs> well, you know, it was a movie. Yeah, it's, it was, just, it's just a movie, you know. But so. you love it because that bully, you know, when you were a kid, you get bullied. And you realize this guy treats me like crap. The thing you would do to him, Rob Zombie did that, and you're like, yes, get that bully. <laughs> and of course, everyone was probably cheering for Michael Myers for that. And in your head, you're going, man, I could do that to my bully in high school or in grammar school. But I would do it, period. But it feels great. But it also shows how strong Michael Myers is, too, because he's this little blonde-haired kid. Bully is tall, muscular, beats the tar out of him. You're like, this kid's strong. He's hiding his anger. Now he lets his anger out and goes, you know what, I'm done. We actually met him last year, and um, he's a rapper now. <laughs> and I see these memes on Facebook all the time, like, got shot so many times he doesn't rap about it, but he actually does. So I think we need to switch that, just put it to Jason, because Jason doesn't rap about it. We don't know how many times Jason's been shot, though. Yeah, but he doesn't rap about it, Exactly. Though. So we can't put a definitive number on how many times he's been shot, but he doesn't rap about it. That's a great... But we, but we sit down with all the movies, you know. Maybe in the next, maybe the Friday the 13th Part 7 panel. Before then, we can go, we can figure out, we can review how many times Jason's been shot. What's something you liked about this movie, Rob? Something I liked about this movie? Like I said, I really, I liked the, I liked Michael as a child inside, inside the... Institution. Institution, you know, with, with the doctor. You know, I thought if we took out a lot of the beginning, a lot of, you know, the, you know, rough life at home, and, uh, you know, and, you know, just, just, you know, you know, I said, just kill the sister, or maybe throw in, you know, the boyfriend, the boyfriend, you know, and the dad, just, you know, just for, just to say it's a little different than the original, that would have been, you know, that would have been uh, okay, but okay. a lot less time, you know, just, you know, building up on a, We've seen this a hundred times, you know, in real life and in movies, you know, what kind of, you know, abusive homes kids grow up in that can turn into potential serial killers, you know, and just, like I said, focus more like the original film was, just no explanation why this kid goes crazy. And just act like, you know, cute, calm, and why am I here? I like that. Why am I here, you know? Can I go home, you know? Yeah. I like that. Like, the kid doesn't understand what he's doing, or he's trying to hide it. He's trying to fool everybody. Yeah. You know, I just, and, and then after he goes on a murder rampage, you know, starts his whole family, he's sitting there on the porch with his little baby sister. And then mom walks up, Michael, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> can, can, where, where are you taking my sister? You know, don't, don't, don't go in the house. <laughs> you know, he like, like, I mean, didn't that's... have any quarrels with the sister. The little baby one? No, he didn't. He had issues with his, the father and the stepsister, uh, the, the adult sister. That's true. That's why he killed them, and he left the little girl, the little uh, little sister, alone until then, later. Until later yeah, on, that's, that's a different story. Bring that up. That's another. That's another point. You know that we don't really know about what's. He was cool with his sister as a baby. You know why is he dead set on killing her or you know going after her when you know she grows up? Since Michael Myers is the epitome of evil now. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, I know. I mean, if we're talking about the brand spanking new Halloween, you know, part two through freaking Buster Rhymes doesn't <laughs> exist. But he had no problem trying to kill babies and little children in the sequels. He didn't kill the baby in the last one, in the newest one. He left the baby alone. Uh, I, I never saw it. I'm oh. just saying, in, the, in those Spoiler. films, in the, in the sequels, that, you know, they're trying to say don't, don't exist anymore. He had no problem trying to. Like, he tried That's to true. kill, you know, you know, you know, spawn children, you know, with a, like, uh, what's, what's the uh, actor's name? Oh. You, you and Henry are a real big fan of her. She was in Hatchet. She was just. Melissa Rose? No. No, she was in Hatchet. Daniel Harris. Daniel Harris. Yeah, he did. Yeah, His he niece. Had, he had no problem, you know. He wasn't successful. 
you know, spoiler alert, but again, it doesn't exist. Those, those sequels don't exist anymore, thanks to Halloween 2018. <laughs> but, I want to um, know how he always knows where his family is, like, all true. the time. How do you know like, to drive? I have no idea where any of my family members are right now, this second, because I'm here. I want to know that, and I want to know who taught him how to drive. Why are you going to teach a crazy murderer how to drive a car? And how does he never get pulled over driving with that damn mask on? That's just, Halloween. I mean, I get it. <laughs> it's just drive a around Halloween with a mask on. Why not? Go try that Wednesday and see what happens. Maybe I will. <laughs> There's just little things like that. I know it's just a movie, just, you know, for some laughs. Anybody else here like the Halloween from Rob Zombie? Nice. Awesome. The first one. Nice. What did you guys like about it? What about you? I, I do like the backstory. Um, I also met Dave Parrish last year. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, he... I feel like Rob Zombie and Cherry should adopt him because I feel like they ruined his life. Like, what you know what's funny about him is I met him, I got his autograph, took a picture with him. He didn't talk about the movie at all. He kept talking about his rap career. And it was like, you should check Same it out thing. on YouTube. And He's super into it. And I haven't listened to it yet. I might check it out. I'm not sure yet. You know, I mean, I... Is it good? You can be honest. That means she doesn't like it. <laughs> Uh, so you don't like nice. What don't you like about it, sir? His no, music. He doesn't like his, like, rap music. He likes the movie. No, that's what I mean. What don't you like about his music? Is it that bad? It just it sounds horrible. It's what you'd expect. What okay. Like. Does he say anything about him being Michael Myers at all? He has one song about um, the Halloween movie, like about being Michael Myers. Um, it's mostly like him and his house. <coughs> like, the budget's very low. Yeah, I believe to you all day and that would just get on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> hey, check out my new mixtape. You guys like the movie, so I think uh, yeah, you know, he's going to rap. What you guys think about it? What did you guys like about the Halloween from 07? When his, and his mother seen him do that. She should have spanked him. That would have solved everything. See, That's, I have a question. Yeah. That's true. This, this is for you guys and anybody else here. Maybe you can clear this. I know there's like two different versions of the film, like an unrated and rated. You know, I can I never keep up. Sometimes I just watch bits and pieces on it. When it's on TV, just like maybe if I watch it again, maybe I'll like it. It, it never works. But there's diff there's different scenes. Like there's two different escapes. He's being transported one night by my favorite actor of all time, Bill Mosley, I met last year. Side note. And he was only in it for like 
I don't know, not even five minutes, which sucked major. But, you know, he, he breaks out there, which I, I like that version better. And then there was the other one where the two security guards bring in a you know, patient, you know, trying oh, to yeah. assault her, and that's his, that's his move to That's another good case. But what he, what he brought up when the nur- with the nurse, I've seen two different versions. One where he, she looks at the picture, she says, cute baby, and then just continues reading, grabs a fork, kills her. Then there's another one where looks at the picture, cute baby, can't believe she has any relation to you. Like something to motivate. Like that was motivation. Like, okay, you stupid bitch. How dare you? You're going to get it now. But at the set, but you know, but when she says cute baby and just continues on, that, you know, yeah. I sympathize with the nurse more than that. Then I saw Michael just being, that was just his absolute breaking point. There's no turning back. This kid is a complete psycho. Just, you know, the smallest thing of, you know, cute baby and. That sets him off to, you know, not only murder somebody, murdering somebody such a brutal man. It was his only, the only thing he had was a fork, but he, but he didn't pass it up. So, and is that, was, is that like, am I watching, is that like just the, the TV, is it that just the TV version that's cutting out that scene, or did, or did, or was that like, you know, rated versus unrated, like something that like the censors decide to pull for whatever that's reason? That's a good question. Because I've, I've, I've seen both, I've seen the film portrayed both those those scenes differently from the escape to the nurse's murder. So I don't know if there was That could also be you know how when you watch like Blu-rays and DVDs sometimes you can have the deleted scenes in the actual movie. Right. It might be one of those where they yeah, kind of have the alternate scenes. They might just put the deleted back into it because sometimes they do because when they got when you got a film like that you're showing on cable TV. You got to cut can't out put a lot. Everything in there. You got to cut out some stuff so you'll see a lot of deleted scenes. Yeah. Know, put back in. You know, and sometimes they don't even exist on DVD. Like some of the older films, like I watch, you know, movies today. It's like I remember watching this when I was a kid on TV, and it's there was a there's a scene right here that is not there by the DVD, by the Blu-ray. Go to delete scenes, and it ain't there either. Mm. So, so I don't know if that was like just something they did for TV, just to make up a little more time, or if that's something like the actual like a deleted scene that they decided to pull but put it back in, you know, for you know special occasions. I can't remember that one. Do you remember that? For which one? The scenes, you know how they took the scenes out for the I know Halloween? with certain film companies, they had to keep bringing the film to them, and they said, you know what, we got to get this in X-ray. You can't put that in the theater. Oh, that's probably and one of those. they is. cut certain parts, and they're like, all right, re-edit it, because with um, the last one, 31, when he brought it up, they gave, like, almost a double X-ray. He goes, well, we can't have this in the theater. we got to cut this scene, cut this scene, cut this scene. All right, reshoot, do it again. Nope, that's an X. Cut it. Yeah. He, he brought it several times for these companies to get them cut so they can actually put it in theaters. I know a lot of times with certain films for TV, you got to cut a lot out because little Joe Smith over there who's six says, oh, there's Halloween, I'm going to pop it on. And then all of a sudden there's big titties bouncing all over the place <laughs> and then there's blooded guts over where TV's like, no, we can't have that. Cut, cut, cut. So they have to cut certain things and they'll re-edit it to make it more TV friendly. A lot of times they'll put that out on the DVD or Blu-ray. Then you have the unrated, which is everything that was already removed. Okay. So it all depends on the companies too. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll do uh, voiceover too. If certain ones, like say, um, they'll say, "Oh, that's not Tootie fucking Fruity," and then they'll say, "Well, that's 
Tootie Frickin' Trudy. Oh, <laughs> so you get that stupid man. voiceover. I hate and those. I hate Yes. I, I hate to say it, but I hate watching movies on TV, especially horror films, because A, they're edited and cut to crap. I was watching Child's Play the other day on TV. They removed the fall, the first kill, out the window, where the babysitter gets hit in the head with a hammer. I'm like, where is it? Did I blink and miss it? <laughs> Screw this. Popping the DVD, I, was, I popped in my Blu-ray and said, all right, sit back. Ah, the real creep, the real Child's Play. There you go. Just have a good old time. A lot of times they edit it constantly for TV, which sucks for us horror fans because they butcher it. It's good for the other people because, you know, they don't want to see all that, all that gore or all that freakiness. So it gets it out there. But for us, we want it all. We want the gore. We want the yes. kills. We want it all unedited. But unfortunately, even movie companies and people who put out the Blu-rays and DVDs want certain things cut, which sucks. Because they'll think, oh, all they care about is the almighty dollar. If it doesn't sell, we won't put it out. So it's like, it's annoying. Yeah, I, I won't even watch them on regular TV. I won't watch a horror movie with everything cut out. Because my favorites are slashers, the gory stuff. So it's like, if you're going to cut that out, I might as well just watch cartoons. Because <laughs> this isn't going to do it for me. But, uh, so um, anybody out there, you got anything else you want to say about the movie? I get that, which would make it more scary. Someone like my size going around killing people, you wouldn't expect it versus one of these two. Because you're expecting the big guy to just pick him up with one finger and do whatever with him. I get that. It's like we got Frankenstein's crazy brother or <laughs> stepchild over here doing all the killing. It's like, no. Nope. I, I, I agree. I like, the whole, yeah. I like the whole being normal size versus being a seven foot, almost like a pro wrestler. It is. Every, yeah, well... I'm only 5'8", so anything over six feet is kind of intimidating for me, but <laughs> anyone else? Anything about the movie you guys want to say? Good or bad? What about you two up front? <laughs> no? You like the movie? Everybody's favorite horror movie. I don't care what it's from. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be this movie. Just one movie that's your favorite horror movie. I'll say a big name movie if you want, and then like a B-rated movie. Um, I'll 
Death Note. Death Note. I love the sequel too. I, I heard they might be doing the third one. I might have to check that out. Oh man. my god, dude, it's uh, Nazi zombies out in the, the snopes, uh, the ski slopes and everything. Yeah. So they're stuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah you have to read out. it, but that should not stop anybody from reading a movie. When you watch Dead Snow, it's gory. It's awesome. Good. That, was, that was a good film. I did. I, I dug both of them. I thought the sequel was good too. But that's a good answer. How about you? Gentlemen, back here. The Shining. Which one, the, uh, the original or the made for TV one? Nice, nice. I'd have to say Child's Play. Child's Play, good answer. You two right up front? And Kincaid is here. He's awesome, everybody. Yes. <laughs> no, you're good. He actually, um, he called my brother yesterday, which was awesome. He started crying on the phone. He passed out. I could be making this up, but he's not here to defend himself. So he'll hear this later. How about you guys? What's your uh, favorite horror movie back there? Two cents is great. How about you, sir? What's what your question was? Movie? What's your favorite horror movie? Favorite horror movie? Yeah. Okay. I love the blob. 
I'm gonna ask my lovely first movie. My two lovely assistants. What's your favorite horror movie? I have to go with John Carpenter's The Thing, but comes in close second is Tremors. Yeah. Oh, I freaking yeah. love Tremors. I get I get flack on it all the time. I don't care. I love it. That movie's so good. I don't care what anybody says. You? Okay. Mine is by far, hands down, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. <laughs> part 2. I love the original. I'm so looking forward to getting my DVD, my original DVD cop uh, signed by Ed Neal today. But last year I did get Caroline Williams and Bill Mosley to sign it. I was, as this guy, I was a freaking red lobster when I met Caroline Williams. Yes, I he was. I couldn't even speak. Hi, how are you? She says, Hello. <laughs> well, to, to be a good friend, <laughs> to be a good friend, me and my brother kind of helped him out. We were just over there laughing behind him, saying, "Look at him turning red." Right. Give me a And he was like, "You know, you guys are assholes." Like, if she didn't know, she sure as hell did. Thanks to you know, thanks to him and and his friend who was with me. But I mean, I could show you the picture of me, Bill Mosley. I went right to that first thing I did, right there, had to meet him. I I had the stupidest look on my face. Posing with him because I was so I was geeking out so bad I could not believe this moment was happening. But I was looking at him going, he sounds just like Otis. He's like, no kidding. He like, <laughs> like, was like, like in real life, just standing there. I just kept passing the booth like again and again just to hear him talk. He's in a new movie called Four, which is an Australian flick. Yeah, I've heard of it. Again. It's real good. It is really good. And Bill Mosley plays a complete different character. Did you see Cynthia? Cynthia? Cynthia is no. uh, out on like a semi on semi and he's only in it for like probably three minutes, but okay. he's in drag. <laughs> it's oh, hilarious because he plays a big part in it. He's nice. Well, and it's it's more like a really gory, funny horror movie. It's definitely not scary. Right. But it's uh you know, it's worth a horror movie and Like if you've seen the movie Razorback from the eighties, four yeah. is very similar to it, but Bill Mosley plays a father. He's trying to get his family all together, go on a trip to meet his sister's brother. And he's just a normal guy. He doesn't really talk evil. He doesn't really do evil stuff. He's just trying to get everybody all together. He meets the girlfriend's boyfriend, which he really doesn't like. But he's just a typical guy in this one, which is pretty cool. And when you watch it, you're like, wow, that's Bill Mosley doing that? That's all right. Yeah, that's but definitely when Border comes out, it's an awesome thing. Oh. And then you in the very back. What's your favorite scary movie? You have one? We asked the whole room, so I'm not putting you on the spot. We're asking everybody. Which one? Just say you like them all. <laughs> all? There you go. And then me? Uh, I don't really have a... Favorite, favorite, I guess. My favorite slash is Jason Voorhees. He's just a great, misunderstood individual. And um, as far as my favorite B-rated movie, right now, it's Thanksgiving. I find that oh movie hilarious. <laughs> if you have not seen it, check it out on YouTube. The movie is ridiculous. It's a talking turkey killing people. And it's there's the only this movie to skip a sequel to. There's only Thanksgiving 1 and Thanksgiving 3. 3, yes. And there's a funny scene in this movie where... This is the only thing I'm going to spoil for you guys. The turkey cuts off this um, girl's father's face, and he goes into the, he's like in the kitchen talking to the kids, and they're like, Dad? I'm like, how are you getting that? It's a turkey body with your dad's face. How is that confusing to you? <laughs> they pull the whole uh, Devil's Rejects on it, which is pretty neat. 
but it was such a fun, fun horror movie. Yep, they're pretty much in the, in the part three, they're searching for part two. That's where they're, the whole Skippa sequel is. And it's the very first movie to ever do that. There's no other movie that goes from part one to part three. So that was kind of cool how they did that. So I'm going through my box, I'm going, where the hell's part two? And I'm a completionist. So I'm trying to find part two everywhere. And if I go on the good old internet, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yes. So I feel like an idiot right now. Okay. Have so some back cool. us. Yeah. That's, that was a good one with that. Yes. When you were telling me about it, actually, I was confused. Like, wait a minute. That's how we met. Yeah. We, would, we were at a convention. Oh, yes. In Albany. We were talking in line, just waiting for the doors to open. Uh, there was a couple of guys there. We are just talking different type of horror films. And he brings up things killing. And I go, yes, the killer turkey film. He's like, you know that movie? Yeah. I go, I got the box set with one and three in it. Great films. I go, it's the only movie to skip its sequel. And he's like, yep, it is. So we got this whole conversation about Thanksgiving. And then we just started talking online through Facebook. And I've been helping him with his podcast and everything. It's been yes. going great. Yes. So and Thanksgiving brought us together. It did. And we're actually going to be doing... I believe he's going to be involved. Hopefully you'll be involved for this. We're going to do a Thanksgiving episode on the podcast, and we're going to drop it on Thanksgiving. So while you're enjoying some nice turkey with your family, you can listen to us have a crazy, wild conversation. It won't be this PG, though. There'll be a lot of crazy cursing and all that. have got to warn you. But sit around the family dinner listening to us talk about Thanksgiving 1 and 3. <laughs> if you also want another uh, Thanksgiving horror movie, Blood Rage. Blood Rage. It's a slasher that takes place on Thanksgiving from nice. the 80s. I actually have business cards up here, and you guys want to take over talking? I'm going to hand everybody else some business cards. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. You know, so I'll, I'll be playing the movie right after this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, so I guess the, the movie's going to be coming out. Uh, not our movie, but <laughs> Halloween is going to be playing here right after this. If you guys want to stick around and watch some brutal Michael Myers shit happening, it's happening. <laughs> Pending somebody showing up to turn it on. We were told on the way in somebody should be in here, but if not, to, to reach out and we'll find somebody to make sure it gets it gets going. So it's a good thing we have microphones and we can scream. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how to turn this on. It's all text up. So I hope you guys are all having fun at, at Scaricot. Is uh, is this your first time doing this? First year? Nice. I've been going every year except for one. I missed the very first one which was in Syracuse, and it was called Syracuse in 2011. Yep, and they finally brought it over here to Turningstone. They still called it Syracuse for just one in 2012. People complained saying it was not Syracuse, so now they changed it to Syracuse. That's how it's called Syracuse now. And that's when the first one had Kane Hodder, Danielle Harris, Michael Berryman, Kane Hodder choked me. Me too. It's literally, okay, I have a big neck. <laughs> and Keenan goes, do you mind if I choke you? Oh, yeah, it's Keenan Hodder. Why not? Yeah. I swear to God. Here's my neck. He took both hands and interlocked fingers around my big neck. I go to the lady, hurry up and take Awesome. So she finds it, and my wife loves the picture because there's me. Yep. And Keenan's just in there going, <laughs> Having a great old time. So if you ever meet Kane Hodder, he will choke you. But he will. it's a, literally a choke. But he loves doing it. He always asks. He just won't go up to you and choke you. But I was like, holy shit! My throat was sore for three days. I couldn't talk. <laughs>
Yeah, I'm, I got the pleasure of meeting Kane Hodder out in New Jersey a few years ago, and he's he's amazing. And the funny thing was, like when it was my turn in line, Bam Margera just happened to walk in the room, and he was like, "Can you please hang on one minute? I want to go over there and choke Bam." And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> he went over there and choked Bam Margera, came back, signed my autograph, and choked me after. And it, he's he's great. He's great. I have PSTD with my neck every time I see Kane. He my cries. My throat hurts. <laughs> PSTD, that's, you should get that checked out. I should. <laughs> I'm now, a little nervous up here. I come up, I get a little uh, dyslexic. Well, who was, um, everybody, you know, who was your favorite celebrities you guys met so far? If you had the Jew, I'll say your top two. If anybody has one, I'll start. I'll say Ken K this weekend, because he was just hilarious, amazing, funny. As this guy, he was over here cracking up when I was talking to him the whole time. And uh, hmm. Amanda Weiss, I met her at the Empire State Con in Albany earlier this year. And I also have a Facebook group, which is on the business card I gave you guys. And she, I asked her to do a little promo thing for me. So she did a video of saying, welcome to Horror Over Search 30, and let me put that on my page. I put that on my page, tagged her in it. She liked it and shared it. So that, that meant a lot to me for that. What about you? <clears throat> Besides <Today>. me. <laughs> well, you're about it today. <laughs> I, I got here and we, we marched right up here. Well, no, I meant in general. Like, who was oh, your favorite team, man? I mean, your favorite two? Do I have to say it? I just said it 10 minutes ago. Well, I know, but I, I'm, I know it's me, and then you can make your other two happen. <laughs> well, I've only been to one scare comp besides this one, which was last year. And I mean, the lineup was stellar. I think the lineup this year is going to be stellar as well. But I haven't gone out there to meet everybody. Um, but I've heard they're all very nice and really looking forward to, you know, seeing people. But. Last year, um, getting to meet Sid Egg, that was really cool. Um, Mark Patton from Red, from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, he was which real cool. is one of my. Fa- I don't. I know it, that one kind of gets total lover hate, but I really liked that one. I really thought that was excellent. I mean, he was a very nice guy. Yeah, he know? was. And you know, I had, uh, Henry, I think, is the one who actually went up, got his autograph. But he's had to talk to all of us. I mean. You know, I was on a very tight. I was on a very tight budget. I that. I got all my money went to Caroline Williams and Bill Mosley, and dinner. <laughs> yeah. But he was more than the one to sit there and talk to you know, talk to you know, talk to all of us, pose the pictures. He had his he had his freaking Freddy claw, and that thing hurts like hell when it goes up against your neck, and he insisted on putting it on your neck. It actually has some weight to it. That the one yeah. from the original movies have some weight to it. It's not like the replicas we can buy. So that was pretty cool. Who was your favorite two people you met? So again, besides it goes me, and then you can pick your next two. No. <laughs> so far, um, for t- for this Garacon was Billy from Silent Night, Deadly Night. I had a nice little conversation with him about Christmas horror and how other horror films originated from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't Open Till Christmas uh, from England, which is pretty cool. He was like, really, you know that one? But overall, uh, Doug Bradley from Hellraiser, oh, yeah. he, he was, was cool. awesome. Very down to earth. Um, we met some good ones. Kate Hodder kind of chose yes. the crab out of me. I had such a great time with that. Like, and I still have post-traumatic neck injury. <laughs> Every time I see Kane, like I watched this documentary to Hell and Back. He cried. 
I did. I really <laughs> no, I seriously, I did cry because with that documentary, huh? Do you have it? Yeah, you got. You got to get a picture of that. I have that picture on my Facebook. I'll find it. I'll have it. I'll show it. I don't care. But when you watch the documentary, it's all about him being the past, being bullied, being going through the issues where he was burned with fire, doing a, a bad stunt, and I'm just going, holy shit, this is sad. I started tearing. Then you get to the whole Friday the 13th crap. I'm like, okay, done, good. <laughs> but yeah, I think Kane Hodder is probably my favorite comedian out of all the celebrities. All right, I'm going to turn that question to you, lovely people out here. Who is your guys' favorite? It's who you've met? Who? Ski. Ski. Ski Dorick. But not even just on the street, Good answer. How about you? You don't have a favorite? Who did you, okay, who did you meet today? Or, not yet? Are you going to? Ed Neal? Okay. How about you? Nice. 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 You too, gentlemen? She's nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I told her that E.T. scared me. She's like, what? I go, I was four. <laughs> <laughs> the part where he growled, it scared the tar out of me. I would have to say uh, my idol was Xavier Peterson. Uh, Elvira, she was here. Nice. I wish you could have made it this time. I know, me too. They had the, she had the uh, contract. She was up in Springfield. Yeah. Man, I love to meet Elvira. Ask your wife that lovely question. Who was her favorite? I mean, who's your favorite? What you bet? Your wife. forward to beating besides us three? <laughs> Nobody in just particular. Go, just go out there and have fun. Go around and meet people. I recognize them all out there. It's just they haven't gone out there. Okay. It's going to be great. Trust me on that. Yeah. You too? celebrity you've met so far, or someone you're looking forward to meeting? Captain Spaulding. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. You guys got anything else, really? Or? Uh, I know you do. We, <laughs> uh, who's, uh, who's, 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 I know it's not necessarily the best of questions, especially when you've had, but you know, who, you know, what's, the, what's the celebrity that you were looking forward to meeting, you know, at this event or another convention that had to back out last minute, and you were so so disappointed, the most disappointed about. Oh man! I got to say, Adrian King this year from 
the original, the original survivor from Friday the 13th, the very first one with Mrs. Voorhees' killer. I'm going to have to steal that one. I'm going to have to go with because you know that's my favorite. Yeah. Slasher series. I'm going to have to go with you on that one. I would say Felissa Rose not being here again, but I've met her like four times. Oh, yeah. She's just so Rose awesome. Oh, my gosh. She's so nice. That's a good question. And pretty and smells great. <laughs> <laughs> I need a minute. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. I got a question. Who would want to come on the podcast with us one day? Anybody in here? He doesn't Perfect. bite much. Don't worry. I have my, info, my emails on there, so just anybody that wants to be on the podcast, send me an email, let me know what movie you guys want to review, and it's all spoilers, unless it's like a fan-made screener, or if it's something that just came out, other than that, totally spoilers, or just a random horror conversation, kind of like this. So, yep, send me an email, and we can definitely set that up, that'll be very, very awesome. And I don't know where these guys are to set this movie up for you. Let me go. Well, they got 15 minutes, but I mean, I don't know how... How much of a process is to turn it on? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll turn two, it on. I'll probably click, break it. Two, two buttons and, you know, ta-da. Power. If you know what like, you're doing. Yeah. But right. I, <laughs> all three of us, we ain't got a clue. <laughs> we're, just, we're just coming up here just, you know, entertain the people for a little while. And yeah, we're there and entertaining. Somebody else will handle the hard part of, you know, turning <laughs> on the movie. <laughs> Are you guys here to watch this movie? Are you staying to watch this movie? Okay, cool. I'm going to contact the gentleman that's involved with this. You guys want to keep it going? I found my choking picture of me and Kane. Oh, you got it. You got it. You have to show the people. Oh, it's too bad we couldn't put it on. Too bad we probably couldn't put it on the big screen. I know. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come around and I'll show it. Like it's literally, you can see both his... Oh, oh, oh I found yeah. it too. Oh, there you go. So, literally, both his hands, my neck is... I have a, I'm a big guy, so I have a really big neck. His fingertips touched. You can see why I have the traumatic neck injury. But I will, I will, if I had to do it again, I would let him do it again. I had so oh, much fun doing that, talking about that. It's an experience you'll never forget. He's, yeah, he's, they're huge. But a very nice guy. Very cool down there. Yeah, he really is. He was actually one of the, Everybody that I met is real nice, but he was one of the nicer ones, I think. He was, he was real cool, actually. Yeah, he was. Thanks, honey. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw this one out here. We got, like, about 10 minutes left. Does anybody want to come up here and discuss anything with us or throw some questions out at people? Yes, there maybe questions for We us. have an extra mic right here. Okay. I think if that was a standalone film, I would have liked it a lot better because it just it changed the story up so much and it didn't make any sense in my opinion. It was weird. I liked it, but I would have liked it better if you watched it as like a standalone similar to Season of the Witch, if you watch it as a standalone. I honestly feel like they were just running out of ideas. They wanted the series to keep going. They were running out of ideas. They're like, all right, what do you guys have next? Like, listen, draw a triangle with a line in the back of it. Like put the thorn on it. And who did the tattoo? And is yeah, that person still like, living? Did he pay for that tattoo? Yeah, like. <laughs> in blood. <laughs> 
good one. But the big one is with part five. Who the heck is the guy that breaks him out of jail? That was me. Who shoots him up, who shoots <laughs> up the cops? It makes absolutely no sense. That was me. He said he would protect me. The guy was tall. You're not. <laughs> but uh, I think they're just running out of ideas. Hang on a minute. What? Tom Cruise is like six foot eight in movies. They just did the same thing. Tom Cruise effect. Oh, okay. <laughs> but again, it's like Michael Myers gets locked up. Cool ending for part four, you know. Let's arrest him. Okay. But now you have some random dude comes in with a gun, shoots up the cops, breaks him out, and then you never see him ever again. It's like, what did I just watch? Uh, I hate did, to do that. Did Michael say thank you? I gave him. He's not the one that gave him the tattoo. Not his head going. That, that's it. It was a prison tattoo. So that makes <laughs> sense now. Boom, we got it. <laughs> the whole, the whole Halloween franchise is just so weird. It's just some of it just doesn't make sense. But like, I only count one, two, and then four through Resurrection. Three for me. I love Part Three as a standalone film mm-hmm. because. The way they were supposed to do Halloween was the first two were going to have Michael Myers. The third one was going to be the season of the witch. The fourth one was going to be something different. They were going to do an American Horror Story type style. Every Halloween was supposed to be a different type of film. But people complain, no Myers. All right, let's bring him back and boom, now we have a franchise. But people are like, oh, part three sucks because Michael Myers is in it. No, but if you take it as a standalone film, it's awesome. The rest of the franchise? <clears throat> <laughs> you get so many plot holes, you get so many issues, you're like, what's going on with the Halloween franchise? So that's why I love, if you haven't seen the new one, it skips two through Resurrection. They never happened. You completely erase it. I loved it. It was fantastic. And the whole brother-sister thing, they talk about that too. Nice. It's awesome. So I definitely recommend, if you haven't seen it, watch it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, they put the castle in it, and a new guy. Two people played Michael Myers in the film. Did you know that um, for this new film, Kane Hodder actually wanted to play a part as Michael Myers just so he could have said he played Michael, Jason, and Freddy? Yeah. And Leatherface? Yeah. I wish they would have just let him. Just for a stunt double for two seconds, I would have just made that movie. Exactly. Right. Maybe it'll be in the sequel. We'll have Halloween 20 or something. Halloween 60? <laughs> yeah. It's already 40 years later, it's at another 10 down the road, why not? Hanging out in a nursing home. We <laughs> have Jason, Freddy, and Michael hanging out in a nursing home going, Back in my day, these killers used to walk 50 miles before we could get a kill. And we walked slow. <laughs> these new ones, they just run all over the place, all wacky-dacky, whacking their little knives all over the place, hacking and slashing. We planned everything. Hey, we got the movie. There we go, thank you, Tom. Woo. Let's clap it up for Tom for saving the day with the movie. This guy's also a podcaster. He's pretty awesome. He did a panel before us. I don't remember what it was. I wasn't here in time. Heavy metal and horror. There you go. <laughs> a little trick or treat. A little bit. And his table's actually right by our table. We're... Not anymore. Oh. One of you guys has really bad stinks, so they moved this. Oh, well. <laughs> Must have been the table on the other side well, of it. Well, it's that guy. You're right there. Oh, hey. I just got here. <laughs> you got the unrated cut. Unrated cut. Have to be unrated. No, the question is. Do you guys really want us to move? (laughs) Don't worry. We will. Well, anyway, thank you everybody for sitting through our little speech. We greatly appreciate it. We're at the last.
last wall. So if you want to come record with us for a few minutes, you can come do that. We'll be here all weekend. Well, I will. He will. But yeah, feel free. And again, thanks again. We greatly appreciate it. I had a great time up here. Hope you guys have a fun time at the con and get all your autographs and meet a bunch of people. Make some great memories. That's the best way to go. How does this thing work? Uh, I don't know. Uh -oh.